What's going on, everybody? And welcome to episode eight of Come Hell, Come Fire. And uh, this week, I don't have uh, any guests, no co-hosts, just me again. And uh, I got plenty to discuss. Um, it is Thursday, and usually I release episodes on Sunday. But uh, due to, uh, you know, last week was a Super Bowl, I figured, you know, if I released it then, it might get kind of overlooked. Um, plus, uh, I had to travel this week, so I really haven't had the time, um, hopefully getting ready to make a, another move in this so-called life and, uh, for the good. So I was a little busy, but, um, now I am a little more grounded to where I get another episode out. So this week, um, I have a few things to talk about. And I'm going to start doing a few segments that I'm going to try to uh, do every week. One of them I'm calling uh, Albums to Die By, the albums that I can't live without. And uh, I'm going to do a track of the week. If it's a new track, I'm going to try to do a new track a week from a band that uh, I like or maybe a band that I just discovered that dropped a new track for the week. Um, you know, sometimes that might not be able to happen, but I will give a certain song every week. So those two segments that I'm going to try to start implementing into every show. But hey, first I want to get into, um, you know, the platform that I do this podcast on is, uh, called anchor.fm and, um, they have merged with Spotify and, uh, that's great for all of us to have a show on anchor, um, I'm pretty sure that we were all just, uh, all our shows were really only able to be heard in America. Well, with joining forces with Spotify, that is taking us to a global um, outreach where anyone in the world, I believe, is now going to be able to hear our shows. Um, and, and they're going to offer, you know, more tools. There's going to be bigger and better things to come for us. Um, and uh, so super excited. I mean, it's, it was great news. I woke up yesterday morning and got an email from Anchor saying that we have merged with Spotify. I mean, my show is already on Spotify, and I think most of our shows from Anchor is already on there. But now it's a global thing, and, and, and that's huge. That's huge for our that's podcasters. So, um, congratulations, Anchor. Glad, congratulations, Spotify, and to um, all my other brothers and sisters on Anchor. <clears throat> congratulations to all of us. So, super stoked about that. And uh, so, I was really hoping to have my good friend Michael back on the episode this week, but uh, just wasn't able to make it happen because there is some rumblings in the Kiss world. And uh, I usually like to discuss this with him. And, and trust me, we have uh, discussed this plenty plenty over the last week or so. Um, I was going to try to dedicate the whole show to it. And if I would have had him on there, we probably could have got through that. But I, I'm going to give a brief rundown of what is going on. The saga, the drama of what is KISS. Uh, so about a week or so ago, uh, Paul and Gene was doing an interview for the end of the road tour. And the question has come up this whole time is, is Ace and Peter going to be on this? I mean, are they going to show up in certain spots? Um, will they do more than a few shows? And I think that was pretty much laid to rest, at least from Ace's point of view. Uh, Paul and Gene basically told in this interview that, you know, they've been, they've both been fired three separate times. 
uh, because of, you know, drug and alcohol abuse and, and being unprofessional and, and, uh, you know, kind of put that out there. They, they were saying that for years though. So it was really no new news, uh, to anyone, but Mr. Ace really took it very personal and, and he shot, he shot back, uh, come out with his own statement, um, saying that, you know, Gene and Paul has cost him millions of dollars over the years because he makes the accusations of, you know, both of them being unprofessional and, and you know, being addicted to drugs and alcohol, which in no sense is that funny or, or anything. And anyone that is struggling, um, you know, it's, it's, it's not a good deal, man. And so they may, he makes these accusations and, and Ace basically says, you know, you've cost me millions of dollars. Um, he just, it, it got to the point where in this interview with Ace, he is proclaiming that Gene, um, groped his wife at a, um, one of Gene Simmons' vaults, um, which which he had Ace on there a bunch. I mean, Ace was all over doing these uh, shows with Gene um, for Gene Simmons' vault, which is like the largest box set to ever be released. Um, but so, you know, that's what I think really led everybody to think that Ace could possibly show up on some of these uh, farewell tour shows. And um, so he makes these accusations these claims that, um, you know, Gene touches his wife and, and that, uh, his wife wanted to file a lawsuit against him and a stopped her from doing that. And I mean, this day and age, any day and age, it's, it's really can't take anything as a joke as far as, um, any kind of sexual harassment. Y'all know what kind of world we're living in. Um, it's something you don't do. You shouldn't do anyway. And, uh, but I get that feeling that maybe, that is a card Ace pulled because of the world we live in and how the Me Too movement and everything um, has taken place. Because his girlfriend never came out and said anything. It was just Ace making, you know, saying that this happened. And it really almost feels like, and he, he did say in the the interview or the statement that he he was pretty much, he's trying to destroy the end of the road tour. Um Will it happen? I really doubt it. Um, oh, are the claims true? You know, it's it's hard to say. We're talking Gene Simmons, forty eight hundred women. You know, supposedly slept with. Um, everybody knows his history. Um, so, do I put it past him? I don't think I do. But then again, just the way it came out, it just really made me. I had that sense of man, he's really trying to pull some punches on this. And, uh, so we'll see if it affects, um, you know, Ace has really been bashing Tommy since, you know, for a while now it's, it's well documented that, um, he really throws a lot of jabs at Tommy for dressing up in the Ace, um, you know, the spaceman outfit and he's right. He did create it, but the legacy of kiss is going to go on regardless. Uh, my opinion is, you know, when they did the when Ace or Tommy and and Eric came into the band, it would have been nice to see them create their own characters like they did for an Eric Carr or Vinnie Vincent. But I think at their age and you know trying to capitalize on the old days and 
and continue the legacy of Kiss, they just they made the decision to keep those two outfits. But it's also Ace and Peter's fault for signing all their rights away to those trademarks. They didn't have to do that, and we wouldn't be in this situation. But they did, and you know, Paul and Gene are very smart, very very good businessmen, and and they've capitalized on it. So you really can't blame Tommy and Eric. Um, but Ace has said that you know. He and he he's right that he did only get fired once. Uh, the first two times that he exited the band was his own decision. Um, so those kind of claims were, you know, a little false. It seems to be on Gene and Paul's part. Um, of course, we haven't heard anything from Peter Chris, and I'm having a feeling that's probably in Peter Chris's best interest if he wants to have anything to do with this end of the road tour um you know there's a lot goes on to it um and then you know ace's girlfriend comes out and is making claims that gina paul tried to have ace killed back in the 70s by sending him on this what was supposed to be a vacation a private island and 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 nobody's ever heard anything about this until now so you know it's getting real bizarre and uh, like i said me and michael we've had some laughs about this i mean some of it's funny some of it's not um, who's knows really what the truth of all the, of it is. Um, Gene come back with a response, you know, saying, uh, you know, and you could tell it was super sarcastic that, that Ace chased him around a church, uh, trying to grab, uh, <laughs> his member, uh, his organ, I think he put it. Um, and it traumatized him and he had to go to therapy for years over it. And every time he steps into a church, he breaks out into a cold sweat and he was going to sue Ace, but, uh, Paul stopped him from doing it. So the sarcasm is just, it's, it's really getting out there. And, um, do I hate to see it? I I do. I, I don't want my favorite band, the allure of these guys, you know, it's, um, I don't want to see the bicker and fighting. I mean, it's been going on for years, you know, but um, I didn't expect Ace and Peter to rejoin this for the um, end of the road tour. I just don't know. In my head, I'm trying to figure out, like, okay, so say Ace does play a show with him. Does he come out in the Spaceman outfit and Tommy's there too? Uh, Tommy just goes away. Do they all play together? Like, how's this going to be done? Does he come out in street clothes? Now, I don't see Peter playing drums on anything. Um, does he come out and sing Beth? I could see that, I guess. But then again, it, it, same sense. Does he come out Peter Chris makeup? Or does he um, just show up in street clothes and, and Eric continues the makeup? I don't know. It would be very interesting to see. And, and uh, this is a three-year-long tour. So surely there's going to be more to unfold to this. Um, what, what kind of makes me sad about the whole deal is, is that, you know, my young son is a huge Kiss fan and I don't want him to hear any of this bickering going on, accusations of sexual harassment and trying to kill one another. And, and I don't want him to hear this and and start thinking, you know, negative about any of the members because he loves them all. And uh, right now he's at the stage I was when I was nine, man. They're, you know, they're, they're more than 
just a rock and roll band. They're like superheroes to him, and, and uh, nobody can do any wrong. And he has his favorites in the band and stuff like that. But uh, he still looks at Ace and Peter as the originals and and the magic of what they did. And, and but he but he loves Tommy and Eric. And, and I you know he knows member changes and stuff, but. I don't want the young fans to get wrapped up in the crap of it. And these guys are too old to be doing this, man. Just keep quiet. Tell the truth about things, uh, you know, and, and go on. You know, Ace said he's been sober for 12 years. And I, I know some people that have seen him live and say he just kills it live, you know. And anybody that's a huge Kiss fan and has followed the group and, and, you know, the reunion tour that they did back in 96, 97 and, and beyond, uh, Ace wasn't the best player. And I think he still was fighting demons then, you know, but, um, the guy says he's sober, he's sober, but don't, don't call him out. And, and then if, in return, he's, seems like he's just trying to sabotage a career. Um, who knows, man, but the saga that is kiss and, you know, I definitely wanted to address it. Um, I think I'm going to name this episode The Gloves Are Off because I think they truly are. And it's like daily now I'm waiting to see a response from this guy or that guy or who's saying what. And uh, it's it's just one of those things. Let's, let's play the shows. Um, and really, I think what it boils down to, I think one of the most important things that have come out of this and starting to circulate around is, are they lip singing? Um, I sure hope not. I don't know if they're using backing tracks, vocal tracks. I don't know. Um, I know there is a uh, pretty big-time rock journalist um, that has made claims for a while that Paul has, but they also don't get along. Um, now, I haven't seen him live yet on this tour. Um, hopefully, I'll, I'm going to get my chance to. But, you know, are they lip singing? Or are they, us, the fans, paying a whole lot of money for this show to see – Something that's not, you know, 100% true. You know, they've come out so many times saying, you know, they've talked about people that lip sync and they've bashed them and, and backing tracks. And this is why it's the end of the road tour because they want to go out on top to this claiming that the best they've ever been. Well, you know, and this is my favorite band and I, and I don't want to doubt them. But Paul's voice hasn't been 100% great. Um, over the last few years, some of the last few times I've seen him, it's been a little rough. Certain songs they just can't play anymore. Um, you know, the keys are too high for him to sing in. Um, you know, I just learned that they're tuning down like a full step now uh, to accommodate to Paul's voice, which makes sense, you know. But uh, that's that's what's important to me, man. If we're going to pay 200 dollars or whatever it is to go see these guys, I want to see him play. I mean, I have and and. And they're unbelievable. And the new stage is cool, man. I like it quite a bit. Looks looks cool. Uh, there's definitely been videos that have surfaced online of it. I haven't taken the time to sit and watch a full concert of it yet. Um, but the stage does look amazing. And there is bombs. It's just that you can clearly tell that they're, you know, close to 70 years old. So there's not the high-flying, jumping around, and, which is understandable, you know. But... Uh, you know, so so I think that this end of the road thing, it's a good thing. I, it, it's a good thing that they're <laughs> they're packing it in. So that is your weekly kiss drama. Uh, we'll see what um, what takes place, man. From here, you know, it, it's hard to tell, I guess. So I want to introduce a new segment to the show that um, I'm going to try to stay consistent with every week, and I'm calling it. 
um, albums to die by, the albums that I can't live without. My first one on the first segment of this is from a New Orleans-based band that um, I have been into since around, I don't know, the age of 12 or 13, um, and that band is Crowbar. Um, they are such a huge musical influence to me, um, from tuning to tempo, the whole works. And, um, the album that I'm featuring this week is the Odd Fellows Rest album. That was the first album I got from them. Um, and I, I remember at that age, you know, showing it to my friends and uh, nobody understood it. You know, it was slow. It was so heavy. And, you know, at that age, a lot of kids are into, like, Metallica and Megadeth and stuff like that, which are great bands. But um, I just felt like I knew something before a lot of my friends did, man. And it even took some of my friends that I played in bands with um, years to really understand uh, this album and then grow to love the band. And um, I've seen them several times, met Kirk um, quite a few times, got to meet, meet uh, Todd and... and uh, all super nice dudes, man. But the Oddfellows album, Oddfellows Rest album, uh, probably is my favorite Crowbar album. Um, it features songs like Planets Collide and um, and Suffering as One, A Thousand Years, Internal War, and December Spawn. And uh, they're just a sludge, metal, doom emotional sludge i however you want to put it it's slow and it's low and um you know kurt played with down as well which uh guaranteed nola is going to be on uh one of these segments but um you know it's just the odd fellows rest album had will forever stick with me um it's an album i can't live without it um you know it, Go out and listen to it, and, and that's kind of why I'm going to do these segments. I'm hoping to introduce some of you guys into maybe some albums you don't know. Um, I listen to a lot of underground stuff, and, uh, you know, Crowbar is is a, um, they're legends, man. They're, they're sludge metal legends, and uh, they're by far one of my favorite bands, and, you know, it took me a while to kind of like Kurt's vocal style, um, but, man, it just... It just all clicked with with this band, and um, you know, and, and their other catalog is it's deep, and it, and they don't stray away from what they do. Um, you know, Kurt's a huge Kiss fan too, and he's actually come out on Ace's side. And I'm not saying I'm I'm not picking a side on that issue, but back to um, Odd Fellows Rest. Um, that's definitely my album of the week. Um, I just want to introduce you guys to some old stuff man i'm a huge sludge fan and, and this album is probably my top uh sludge album of all time um plants collide is probably the biggest hit maybe they've ever had if you want to say they've had a hit uh probably most recognizable um song off the album um just just so low and and guttural you know and then you got songs like a thousand years in turn of war that pick up the pace and uh, december spawn has always been another one of my favorite crowbar songs so uh yeah that's that's uh albums to die by albums i can't live without 
And, uh, yeah, so that's, uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed that segment and, uh, we're going to keep on, uh, keep on doing that. Um, I got, uh, I got a thing where, um, I don't really like asking people for a lot, but, um, you know, I've set a thing up on the anchor.fm, um, show page that you can go to and, uh, you can donate to the show. And, And when I say donate to the show, you know, what that's going to do is help with, um, studio gear for me to make the quality of the shows better. Um, it's going to, um, uh, it's going to help me. Um, I'm, I'm trying to get some merchandise and, you know, any kind of travel. If I have to travel to interview somebody, all the money that you would donate to the show is going to go to a good thing. What I'm going to try to do is I'm going to get some merch and then <clears throat> I'm going to have like packages of like, say you donate $10, get it, get you a shout. That'll get you like a shout out on the show, man. Let's, just, you know, where you're from and, and read a comment that you post and then say $20 is going to get you a t-shirt and stickers and a shout out on the show. I'm going to make some packages up, man. And, uh, and I, and I'm working towards getting some new gear, um, to make this show even better quality. Um, you know, so, so I would really appreciate that. And, uh, speaking of, you know, trying to, do more for the show. I'm going to take a quick break right now and um, I'm going to give an ad, you know, got to drop an ad, man. We got what they say, I guess, in the businesses, got to pay the bills. So I'll be right back. Thanks for listening. All right, man, I'm back and uh, thanks for sticking around. Thanks for listening, man. This is, uh, this has been cool. Um, trying to think uh some shows i've seen coming around man some tours means we just got done speaking of crowbar um if you're a crowbar fan if you're a corrosion of conformity fan that will definitely be on the new segment um soon one of their albums 100 percent for sure um they are on tour together right now um it is crowbar's head or i'm sorry corrosion conformity is headlining crowbar weed eater and um yeah, man, what a what a tour package that's got to be. Um, I'm hoping to catch them either in Tennessee or in Illinois, uh, somewhere, not 100% for sure, but definitely got to get out to that, man. Um, I want to wish my son a happy birthday. It's actually this coming Monday, but uh, probably won't do an episode before then, so happy birthday to my little boy. He's going to be nine. Huge metalhead. Uh, we were patching him out of battle vest, um, for his birthday, man. We got him on ACDC for those about to rock back patch. Um, he wanted a black Sabbath patch kiss, uh, got him a Megadeth and a Metallica, man. So hopefully for being nine years old, man, I got him going on the right track, you know? Um, so I'm going to introduce another segment, uh, this week. And then I'm just tiling just track of the week, man. And there's this band that, uh, I just discovered, uh, I don't know, a day or two ago, whatever, but they're called Night, but they spell it N-I-G-G-G-H-T, and the name of the track is I'm Leaving Here, and uh, it's one of the members from a band called Dope Throne, and I guess the best way I can describe Night is the creepy stuff from Rob Zombie, but with a little more seriousness to it. Um, it's real, like, gritty uh, horror sound, man, it's just really cool, and, uh, that's kind of my track of the week, man, I I really dig it, the name of the EP is Violent Delicacy, 
and I'm not sure when it drops. As a matter of fact, I think by now you can get it on Bandcamp. Um, but it's just cool, man. You guys check that out. I, I'm going to be trying to give, um, you know, just if it's anything from, I almost did Tesla. Tesla dropped a couple tracks uh, over the last week or so. And so that's going to give, that kind of gives you an idea of what the variety of what I'm going to be doing. I mean, it could be anybody. Um, so yeah, uh, check that one out. Again, the band is called Night N-I-G-G-G-H-T. Name of the track is I'm Leaving Here, and the EP is called Violent Delicacy. So, you know, I ain't got a whole lot this week, man. Um, you know, we are a a podcast about metal and, and all things hard rock and stuff, but um, I do support um, any artist, you know, especially if I know him personally. Um, I do have a friend. His name is uh, DZ. He goes by DZ the Paperboy. Um, he is a hip-hop rap artist um he's making noise man he uh he's really got his his shit together for an independent artist and um i do plan on um we're in talks right now of having him come on the show uh do an interview uh with him he just got done doing a midwest uh um midwest tour um and uh dude works his ass off and um would like to, you know, hopefully turn you guys on to him. Um, I think that would be great, man. So we're in the talks right now, him coming on the show. Um, check him out, though. It's DZ the Paperboy. Uh, you find him on Facebook, any social media outlets. And uh, so, yeah, that's that's what's to come here in the future. And uh, like I said, man, we are on Facebook, Instagram, and uh, Twitter probably do most of the work on facebook man that's where you can find most of my posts uh twitter is one of them things where i'm just kind of getting to know it and better work it and instagram i don't i have my own personal account up there uh so anybody can always look me up too uh it's just under will hall 666 and uh once again man i'd like to thank my sponsors and uh thank you guys um the show is really growing and um, I'm gaining listeners every day, and episodes are getting more listens than they have at any point in time through all of us. Like I said, man, if you guys, you know, want to help the show out, um, it would be much appreciated. Uh, you can go to the anchor page, and there's a donate uh, button. You can donate. Anything helps, man. I'm gonna get some merch, man. If you guys have any ideas, any questions. Uh, for the show or anything like that, man, please, you can leave voicemails on there. You can email me at comehellcomefireshow.gmail.com. Um, interact with me. I, I want to hear from you guys. Whoever's out there listening, you guys are listening to the show, interact with me. Leave me a voicemail. Um, uh, hit me up on Facebook. Whatever it takes, man. I, I really would like to... Uh, Get an idea of what's going on there. If you got any ideas for album of the week or track of the week, hit me with it, man. Because uh, this is something, segments that I'm going to be inquiring every week from here on out. And I hope it really grows and builds. And uh, once again, thanks to Anchor.fm. Thanks for Pocket Cast and uh, all of you guys, man. So as always, this is for the sick and twisted. Hope you all have a good week and uh, we'll be talking to you soon. Peace.